Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Mar-a-Lago Papers. More than 300 classified documents since Trump left office. North Texas flooding. Just completely immersed in water. Frustrated flyers. Our fly was canceled yesterday. It was canceled this morning. And now we're back again. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Former President Trump has taken his first legal action to challenge the FBI's search of his Florida estate as more information comes out about what was seized. Here's CBS's Robert Costa. Former President Trump is asking a federal court in Florida to stop federal investigators from reviewing the documents taken until a special master or third-party attorney can be appointed. Trump's lawyers make unsubstantiated claims of investigators being partisan, saying law enforcement cannot be used as a weapon for political purposes, and go on to say that the matter at hand involves not only the constitutional rights of President Trump, but also the preservation of executive privilege. National security lawyer Bradley Moss. This filing was all about trying to shore up his position with the Republican base and hoping that no one notices it's not properly constructed. It's going to get slammed by the judge. So far, a U.S. official tells CBS News that the Justice Department has retrieved at least 150 classified documents from the boxes Trump handed over to the National Archives earlier this year. And the New York Times reports that since federal agents re-engaged with Trump's legal team this summer and then searched his home, that number has climbed, with more than 300 documents with classified markings obtained by the Justice Department. Now to North Texas, where at least one death is blamed on the flooding caused by torrential rain. CBS's Omar Villafranca has details. Rescue crews were out in force in Dallas, Texas and the surrounding area, carrying children through several feet of flood water. While some residents attempted to escape with what they could, we saw some cars get through it, and then all of a sudden we were stopped, and then I see a car just like floating towards the wall, and so they're like, oh, shoot. Others were pushing nearly submerged cars out of flooded roadways. One local journalist helped a woman out of her vehicle that was stuck in the water. I thought I was going to die. Fort Worth Fire has responded to more than 170 calls for rescue, and that number is expected to increase. When the floodwaters receded, dozens of abandoned cars were revealed. A 60-year-old woman who was on her way home from work died after her vehicle became submerged, according to Dallas County officials. Correspondent Chris Van Cleve tells us the weather in Dallas and other places has caused more than 15,000 flight delays over the last two days and more than 2,300 cancellations. Nationally, nearly a quarter of all flights offered by U.S. carriers have experienced delays since the beginning of August by an average of 52 minutes. I actually have a flight today that was canceled, rebooked, and has had like three changes to it. How are the airlines doing? So the good news is we've seen some improvement. The bottom line is it's still not an acceptable level of delays and cancellations. The system is not yet able to cope. A system Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says could take months to fix, in part because airlines and air traffic control are dealing with major staffing shortages. 
There are several things uh, that could be done. First of all, making sure that hiring is stepped up. Two, they need to be ready with customer service. The Department of Justice has opened a civil rights investigation into the violent police encounter in Arkansas. Three officers have been suspended. They were shown on video appearing to beat a suspect while he was pinned to the ground. The State Department says it has information Russia will increase its attacks in Ukraine in response to the car bombing that killed the daughter of a Putin ally. CBS's Deborah Pata. A memorial service in Moscow for Daria Dugina, killed instantly when her car blew up on the outskirts of the capital. The Kremlin has blamed Ukraine for the hit, claiming to have solved the case within 24 hours and releasing video of a suspect they call a Ukrainian agent. Former Kremlin politician Ilya Ponomarov, who was forced into exile after voting against the annexation of Crimea, claims it's the work of an underground Russian resistance group that he's been in direct contact with. It's primary voting day today in New York and Florida. CBS's Caitlin Huey Burns says attention is focused on the Sunshine State, where a rival for incumbent Republican Ron DeSantis will emerge. Democrats really want to blunt any momentum that Ron DeSantis has. He won the governorship by just a half percentage point in 2018 and now has become kind of a star of the Republican Party with larger ambitions for the presidency. California Governor Gavin Newsom has vetoed a bill that would have allowed opioid users in L.A., San Francisco and Oakland to legally inject drugs at supervised sites. He says it would have brought a world of unintended consequences. John Lovell of the California Narcotic Officers Association agrees. The facilities themselves have an extraordinary magnet effect. So the population of people caught in the vice of addiction goes up exponentially. At the sentencing trial for Parkland, Florida school shooter Nicholas Cruz, his attorney, Melissa McNeil, said Cruz was damaged from birth, the son of a mother who abused alcohol and drugs during her pregnancy. We don't excuse the horrific acts of damaged and wounded people. We punish them, but we take into consideration their damage when we impose sentence. Prosecutors are seeking the death penalty. A Michigan jury resumes deliberations today in the trial of two men charged with conspiring to kidnap the governor, Gretchen Whitmer. The jury got the case yesterday afternoon. In northern Michigan, an unidentified virus has killed dozens of dogs over the past month. It's similar to parvovirus, which causes gastrointestinal illness, mostly in puppies, but it's believed to be a different and more easily spread strain. Well, former Texas high school football coach Gary Gaines has died. His story was told in the book and movie Friday Night Lights. Being perfect is about being able to look your friends in the eye and know that you didn't let them down. Billy Bob Thornton played him in the film. Gaines was 73 years old and had Alzheimer's disease. In California, people are supposed to be conserving water, but it seems some big names aren't. The L.A. Times says NBA star Dwayne Wade and his wife Gabrielle Union are the biggest offenders, exceeding the allotted water budget at his Hidden Hills mansion by 90,000 gallons, or more than 1,400 percent, because of a problem with their pool. Also notified for excessive use, Sylvester Stallone and his wife Jennifer Flavin. Records show they used about 533 percent more than allocated to keep hundreds of mature fruit and pine trees on their property alive. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News.
Buckingham Palace says Prince William and wife Kate are on the move. They're heading from central London's Kensington Palace to the nearly 200-year-old Adelaide Cottage, closer to Windsor Castle and 96-year-old Queen Elizabeth. That's the World News Roundup for Tuesday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.